Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Carolyn Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 709 for comics originally coming out February 15th and February 16th. Happy Valentine's Day to all our listeners out there. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming week, Drew, we survived the bomb cyclone or derecho or whatever hit our little communities in the, in this, in, in our portion of Ohio. We lived without electricity. We're back amongst the non Amish. It's good to be back, brother. It has not been a great week. Um, since <laughs> eight days, eight days, I guess. So it was like Thursday at one. <clears throat> this, they like, I mean, all week they've been saying, you know, we're going to get, you're going to get a half inch of ice down your way and it's not going to be good. It's going to cause problems. I'm like, half inch of ice, really? Is that that big of a deal? Well, like, man, like these trees were just snap, crackling and popping all around me. Uh, Tearing it, tearing down lines. I, I watched my internet line get yanked down by a tree limb. I saw a huge limb come and land on my house, and um, uh, and then the electricity went out. I lost my internet. Um, so and then I went and started my my generator. It worked for like three hours and then crapped the bed, and so it didn't work. Um, it was a bummer, right? And um, I mean, I had heat, so I had like I have like and you yeah, and you were out for uh, five days or something like that. No, nah, four maybe. Let's see, Thursday, Friday, no, no, three, three solid days. It came back on Saturday night, so Thursday more Thursday afternoon okay. to Saturday was... night. Uh, my internet didn't come back for, until Monday, um, so I had a couple extra days without my primary internet. I have backup internet, but they don't work as good without electricity. Um, our cell service went out. Our cell tower backup generator died. And, uh, so we lost cell service for like half a day over here. Um, and so after the devices all started getting low and, you know, instead of having to talk to each other, my wife and I decided we would run over to the in-laws because their generator was working fine. They have a whole health generator. I was like, well, let's go over and charge up. And she's like, well, let's go stay. I'm like, ah, I don't want to really want to stay at my in-laws, but I'll go charge up my devices. We go over there, and of course, we don't have phones because cell cells down. So we didn't call first. We just popped in, and they have invited their neighbors in seven, the, the parents and five <laughs> freaking kids in their house, and it's not a huge house anyway. And then my wife and I are there trying to find an outlet that doesn't have their grubby little Paul phones plugged into it so that we can charge up our stuff. And then half of these kids are like coughing into their elbows. And I think you know where I'm going with this. Um, they're mm-hmm. snotting and sick. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I got to get out of here. Um, I didn't take a mask with me to my in laws, which was probably stupid. So I didn't even have a mask to use. Um, so we leave and, um, lo and behold, let's fast forward, get electricity back, get internet back. Things trying to get back to normal. Wife gets COVID. Boom. Father-in-law gets COVID. (laughs) Boom. The neighbors, half of them 
test and they're they're they have COVID. Yeah, no kidding, because that's where we got it from. Um, and I'm like, oh well, I dodged the bullet, you know. And then um, a couple of days go by, um, and I start to have a little sore throat, a little sniffle, start sneezing, a few coughs, and I'm like, oh no. And I take a test, and boom. So I just tested positive today. So I have it as well. So we are a COVID house. Thought thought we had done pretty good. Two years, right? Um, had missed it. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, but it, the Omicron got us. Uh, and it took an ice storm. It took an ice storm to let me um, lower my guard enough to uh, <laughs> to get it. All my all my walking around with masks and uh, safety precautions and social distancing, all for naught. Um, when the power went out and I lost, I lost my tablet and was going to run out of comics to read. I had to, I had to do something drastic. So that was a bummer. <laughs> so that was kind of like the end of a bad week, right? And then, yeah. and then my my comic shop orders started coming in. Oh no! And uh, they really like I would say seventy five percent of my comics graded they graded below so oh wow okay so one out of every four they were like yeah okay that's that's what you say it is three out of four they're like no we don't think so we're gonna give you we, we think it's this and we'll give you this so the first couple i was like okay well i'll just go ahead and let this go and then the last couple, they were like, I, I was like, there's no way. These are, I know these, what these look like. I, I know how good they are. Mm-hmm. Unless somebody jumped on the box with a, a, a track co or something, there's no way there's, there's anything wrong with these. These were packed securely. I know they came directly out of a bag and board. They're perfect. Um, Just send it back to me. So then I started like, you know, cherry pick it. I'm like, nope, I'll sell this to somebody else. You asshole. Send it back. Send it back. Nope. Send that one back. So now I've got like, I'm building a box of, of my comics for them to mail back to me that I'm going to pay for to get my own comics back. Um, oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sour on the whole experience, but I don't wholeheartedly endorse it. For anyone that wants to get full value for your comics, if you have gotcha. if you have a box of comics that you don't care about that you want out of your house, my comic shop is the way to go. If they want, them. Um, if you actually want, to, but they are going to screw you a bit. You are going to get bent over and raped. That's that's harsh. Yeah, yeah, but. That's what I. That's how I felt like on some of. I mean, I'm looking down here at this one. Let me just scroll down one of my boxes to see. I said, I said near mint. They said fine. That's a huge drop. It was weather. It was weatherman number one. Um, from Image 2018. So instead of the three bucks I was supposed to get. I'm getting 36 cents. So, how much? 36 cents. 
So wow. come on. So I mean, if I would have known that was on the table, that wouldn't have went in the box. I wouldn't ship a comic to somebody for thirty six cents, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yep. a couple of those like really made me mad. Um, and they they still have another box, the big box that got lost in the mail for a while. And it took like mm-hmm. 15 days to get there. Um, has some of my big dollar comics in it. So I had, they haven't even tra- processed that one yet. So that one I'm like, really worried about and i'm just gonna probably just have them send them all back to me if they if i don't get close to what i want out of them but it yeah it was it's it was really disheartening to to drop from near mint like i'm pulling it out of a bag and board having an unread comic i'm pulling out of a bag and board looking at it and then they're saying fine with no comment saying why it went Mm -hmm. why it's fine i'm like are you serious? I mean, I probably because you were so cheap, you took them out of the bags at Borders. Uh, maybe, maybe, and maybe that screwed me. I don't know. I mean, some of them are like just like half a grade lower, and I'm like, okay, that's fine, whatever. And you know, like twenty five percent of them are the same. You know, I say it's near mint, they say it's near mint. I say it's very fine, they say it's very fine. We're right on. Um, but then like, but like to go from near mint to fine i mean you're dropping like seven or eight grades there like Mm -hmm. really i'm that far off i don't think so um so yeah it was some really really bumming bummer um early early results so i've got like four checks in the mail from them totaling about 400 bucks um and another thing that i regret doing is is processing a box at a time i should have scanned the entire collection organized all the offers at once and sold and then send them in one giant box so that because now i have like all these things that are like i have all these different transactions that i that were sent in different boxes and you know so it's kind of a mess. And so that was a mistake too. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll see. I gotta wait to get through this whole process. I wanted to get through the whole process of the, the batch that I sent and we'll see how it goes. Um, right now I'm really bummed, really bummed. Oh, here's uh, one. I, mean, I let, I, here's one. Last I, let. I heard you had one lost. In the mail, that's where it I, made I, it. I last left. It you. made it. It did make it. Yeah. Um, mm. Here's one. Uh, Thunderstrike from 1993, number 17. Uh, I sent as a very fine. Uh, they graded it as a very good, and are giving me two cents for it. <laughs> two cents. So a very good comic is a below average collectible with multiple moderate defects. Yes. So Must a very be. would Must you say be. did you say very good? But I I would like I wouldn't have sent a two cent. Yeah, very good is a 4.0. That's a uh, big old Warlord kick. 63 uh from 1976. 
uh, my very fine got downgraded to a very good minus. So then the offer got downgraded to 19 cents. Ouch. Jeez. Yeah. Some really, really bad. Oh, there's Archie and me, 154. This has a comment on it. Okay, so I said, I said fine. They said good. Um, it says uh, cover length crease, color breaking, spine stress. Okay. All right. I thought that was fine, but I guess not. I guess they say that's good. So, um, yeah, that's a four cent comic that I'm getting back. That I'm getting back. So those like really hurt. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, no kidding. But you know, also I was like, eh, I, I don't know that I'm going to sell an Archie and Me 154 to anybody else. Um, in any kind of Archie collection or anything, I don't. I don't really have a lot of those, and. Um, just keep it. I don't want it back. Um, but like the Hawkeyes, <laughs> like a lot of my Hawkeyes, which, you know, are hot right now, you, oh, you yeah. know, and they were, they were dicking me over on some of the grades and I was just like, send them all back, send them all back. I will send them to someone who loves them more than you. Um, uh, so, but I got to pay. <laughs> and we were buying Hawkeyes straight from bagged and boarded straight to boxes. They're not red. They're not moving. They're not nothing. Right. So for them to be fines, um, is bullshit. Is bullshit. Um, I mean, the good news for you as a consumer is, you know, you know that when you buy something from my comic shop, the grade's going to be conservative. So you're going to get better than what you, yeah. what you, what you ask, uh, but don't sell them shit. Unless you just don't care, and you just want them out of your house, um, so it you know, unfortunately, I guess that means I'm back to eBaying comics, um, and which is not my favorite thing to do in the world. So, and you've been eBaying for a decade while grading your own books and listing them at the grades that you think they are. Yes, and getting very very good results with buyers. Yes. Corresponding 100%. your grades. Yes. So it's not like you're just no. spitballing here. No, no. And before that, you know, 40 years of collecting and looking at comics and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, if it's got a bent corner, I'm not going to say it's near mint plus, you know. I know. I, I, I you know, I know how to, I know how to be, to be in a ballpark at least, right? And yeah. we can quibble on near mint minus and. Nine four nine two nine zero whatever we can quibble there that's fine but to jump just to jump so low um, without yeah, dropping a nine point eight to a five yeah without comments like explaining like really uh, you know an an ice cream man uh, twenty you know that's pristine bagged and board. Dropped it from near mint to fine. What? I mean, did it did it fall out of the box and get stepped on? I mean, there's no there's no way. <laughs> and and like the the comic right next to it in the box is a Joker that's near mint, and it's and it's you that's fine. Then it's near mint, and you left it at near mint. Um, I don't I don't. I don't get it. Um, so yeah, um, so I'm gonna get through this. Um, not going to do any more with them. 
I won't be sending them any more comics. Um, I'm going to, and I've unless you go through an old quarter box and just no, start flinging. No, them, no, know, I'm not scan. even going to do that. I am going to um, sell comics to somebody else, just because I don't. I, I I have such a bad taste in my mouth about this, and some of these really really awful awful offers that once they got it there and it, it's just like you know we've we've experienced this with like real lcs people like when you're in in person mm-hmm. and you want to sell them something and they're like well yeah it looks like me, me, me. and then they just did obviously they want to give you half understand that but mm-hmm. then they and then they start dickering below that because of perceived imperfections um so yeah. yeah they're the worst um, and I didn't think these guys, I thought these guys were dealing in such volume. They wanted the product, um, that they were going to actually work with me. Um, and, and, but no, they're going to not, they're going to be, um, uh, like this. So I'm going to get through this process unless they hear this recording. Uh, then they probably will send, not send any of my shit back. <laughs> um, and then why? I mean, it, it's it, we're doing an a fair assessment, and Comics for Fun and Profit is currently a thumbs down on doing my comic shop. So, as well, they haven't. I haven't got my checks yet. Comics, I haven't got my checks yet, or my comics okay. back. So I gotta be. I guess I gotta be kind of <laughs> quiet about this. But yeah, I'm gonna get through this this process, <laughs> and then I am never gonna sell them another one, um, just because. But overall, a, th- a thumbs down. Overall, for, as a, method a horrible thumbs down um, so far. So. Boo, boo, boo. But things are looking up. We got an Ohio football team in the Super Bowl this weekend. Hey, so go. we're all going to be wearing our Bungles hats, our our Bengals gear, uh, for at least mm-hmm. uh, for at least a day. Uh, we had the Boba Fett finale. That's good. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, and I had to teach you all about who was in the Boba Fett finale. Yeah, I didn't even recognize who at the end in the end credits. Um, and then we got Batman coming up in a couple weeks, right? Oh yeah, that is coming up, isn't it's it? Like, oh man, it's like just like three or four weeks away, I think. So, so think there are good things coming. I've had a really, really horrible week, but things are looking up. Things are looking up. <laughs> things are looking up. <laughs> and you know what else might be looking up? Whatever Marvel has to offer in previews. That's right. Uh, of course, we like to go through our previews catalog when we get them in a given month. Uh, just kind of peruse the items from top to bottom and see if anything catches our fancy that we think we need to make sure we order on our orders before they're due, if we can remember to put them in in time, because things have been crazy. <laughs> um, so Drew and I are going to go through the Marvel previews. Um, we're going through it uh, digitally, and it looks like it has a long previews, Drew. Yeah, it does. It looks like what? 120 pages? I guess that's about right for them. Is it? That's right. Yeah, if you're looking at book form, it's front to back. But we're starting with facsimiles. Yes. And you know how much I love my facsimiles. And um, But we have an $8 facsimile. What? What? We, we have an $8 facsimile. Amazing Spider-Man Annual Number 1 Facsimile Edition is $7.99. Mm. Mm. Well, I, I definitely want Amazing Spider-Man number one. Um, I'll probably get yeah. multiple copies of that. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I have Spectacular Spider-Man number one already, 
Um, but I'll probably get one of these anyway yeah. uh, to have a reader copy. And I might pass on an $8 facsimile. Just because yeah. it's 72 pages. I guess because it's 72 pages. Yeah. That's double size, right? So. Sh- sure. Let's go Maybe with that. one. Maybe one. Just to have it. <laughs> it is pretty neat. <laughs> no. I like. And the reason for all these facts. Oh, God. No, no, no. Because we're celebrating 60 years of The Amazing Spider-Man. That's why. No, because we're resetting Spider-Man. Starting back at one, so there's no real reason for starting back at one, but we've just decided we went too far and must start back at one, so let's do it all we can. Is he? So he's out of the coma, and he's ready to go, and that's why we're going to do number one. I, maybe it's because, but I think they're kind of saying it's also because of the 60th anniversary. I believe it's also because they have an opportunity to put 39 variants out and try to find <laughs> And $6. For At a price of $6. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. You know, all As the they other say, obvious crash grab is obvious. I mean, all the, all the other uh, renumbers, relaunches have been... You know, solid, solid comics, right? Yeah, but they're not. Ooh, we're relaunching so Zeb Wells can write. Yeah, continue to write because he's already writing it. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Nobody knew. Um, what's the uh, what's Dirt the female Dirt doing a good job. Cover? Peach is doing a good job. And Yuck Lee is doing a good job. Uh, the female is on issue one. The Spider-Man variant. Right, we're just doing it now. We're not seeing our uh, Ben Gow cover. We're not seeing our Scotty Young. We're not seeing our Art Germ. So, more to come. But who's the Rose Besh doing? Is that Mary? Is that Mary Jane in the Spider Man costume on the Romina Jones cover? It's red hair, so I assume so. Yeah, it's redhead. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're down on this. You're like. Yuck! I don't want. I don't want anything to do with it. This is kind of. I mean, did we need to start over? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm so used to it. I'm numb to it, buddy. I mean, <laughs> and, and it looks like like ooh, issue two, the best couple in comics is done. So we're reissuing so we can talk again about the Mary Jane's Peter Parker relationship. Thank goodness for that. Yeah, I guess you didn't really need to renumber for that. Well, how about if we go to Captain America Zero and we relaunch Cap um, by three writers, Tochi, Anya Bucci, Colin Kelly, and Jackson Lansing, and then Mattia de Iluis on art. Oh, my goodness. Who are these people? So we're squeezing both Sam Ro- Sam Wilson and Steve Rogers into the same book and restarting. Yeah, and um, who's the who's the guy that took over in the show? Uh, Fal- what was the guy? Was it Captain Flag or something like that? What was his name? No. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Anyway, he's in there too. And there's Modoc, and we got 
Is that Black Widow down there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We got Namor because we need Namor. Yeah. Namor needs something to do. Yeah. Yeah. So could be interesting. Um, it's a that's crowded. It's gonna be crowded. A lot of people. A lot of characters. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, two shields. So the significance of having a Captain America shield uh, is completely gone because we've got three shields on the front cover. A lot of people with shields. A lot of people with yeah. shields. And um, I don't know. I, I'm not like blown away by the creative team. So uh, I hope it's good, but the creative team isn't really there for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll get better. Let's keep going. Maybe something will go. We have Thor, Hulk versus Thor, Banner of War, Alpha number one. Which is apparently Hulk in VR. Oh, okay. So, so, so can't Don, Donny Cates just like tell his story? Does he have to like King and Black it? Do we have to? Do we have to r- roll out something side quest off the off the book? Can you just do the book? Well, this is just yeah. This is just a one shot. It's not. It's not a miniseries. Nope. Well, it perhaps will be into yeah. one, but currently Hulk versus Thor, Banner of War Alpha gotcha. is a one shot. But then there'll be a Banner of War. You got it. You got it. Which will also be Donny Cates, right? Well, I'm sure we'll be doing something in Hulk because we're also soliciting Hulk number six by Johnny Cates, and it is the sixth of his six part. Smastronaut yeah. series, so yeah. we'll see where that goes from there. You know, I do like his Thor. I don't know why I'm down on his Hulk, but Hulk just didn't grab me, and I didn't give it much more than two issues to grab me, and it didn't do it. So, so you're a big fan of Mjolnir's a dude. I mean, not up to this, not no, not that part of the storyline. Up to this point, I, I've been enjoying okay. it. Up to this, point. I mean, I really like. <clears throat> some of the other stuff but yeah i'm not i'm not super happy with that direction but i'm hoping it's short-lived so thor 24 is a 750 so we've got one two three four we've got four yeah, to 15 it's riders nine, it's nine bucks and it's nine do- why would stop jumping stop i was leading to that Oh, that was that was Leading your to that nine up. That was that was the, your that, that, that was that the, was your thing you were gonna do. Okay, that I, I was getting to that. I was, prices I was are setting Kyle it up. Gets all prices. Sorry, sorry about that. I believe we've 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 had a decade of me complaining about prices. I, I'm unaware that this is new. Gotcha. Seventy two pages. <laughs> what? Wonder how much it costs. Nine dollars. Wow. <laughs> Sir, you're not gonna believe this. It is eight ninety nine. Holy moly! <laughs> That's a lot of money. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's a yeah, bummer. Yeah. That's a bummer. <coughs> I, I, I mean, are we the only people that feel the pain of high price comics? I mean, I don't like, I don't like it one bit. So we have ten different covers here that are currently listed. If none of them are ratioed, we're spending narrowly a hundred dollars <laughs> simply on Thor twenty four. Wow. Wow, that's a lot. There is a lot of covers. Yeah. There. Holy moly. 
And it's just seven fifty. We haven't now, even got to eight hundred. The good news is, Throg is yeah yeah. We used to celebrate eight hundred. Now we celebrate every fifty increment. It appears that Throg is on the cover, bottom left. Oh, so that's okay. Always want Throg. I didn't see that. All right, maybe something else will uh, will 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 change our moods back to no. good. We're here at Deadpool Bad Blood number Deadpool's one. Deadpool's not going to do it. We love a good... There's certain creative tunes that we're big fans of for Deadpool. Oddly enough, the creator is not one the of The original creator. Rob Liefeld, yeah. so... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, thank you. But... So, like, this is just retelling the original story. Deadpool smash hit, first ever original graphic nom- novel, now serialized in comic form. Wade Wilson has been shooting, stabbing, and otherwise annoying people for a long time. He's made a lot of enemies, but one... He can't quite place is the brutal thumper who keeps showing up out of the blue to pound him into jelly. What is Deadpool's past connection to this beefy face smasher? Wade has a, as much of a clue as you do, so he decides to call in some help from an old friend, Domino. Superstar co-creator of The Merc with the Mouth, Rob Liefeld, th- tells his greatest Deadpool tale yet. So if this is like old Deadpool... This was before he was interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Now, I thought Daredevil was ending with Devil's Reign. I thought Devil's Reign was like putting the the cap on Daredevil for Chip Zdarsky and it was over. No. Nope. He's going to start a new number one and uh, just redo it again. Same same team. Mm. Okay. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, also bring up, as we're talking about Daredevil, I just read today, that Daredevil is leaving Netflix, and many of the other Netflix Marvels are leaving Netflix, so make sure you get another watch at those before they disappear, because I don't know where their landing spot is. Oh, they're not going to go to Disney Plus? I didn't, I read they're leaving, I did not read where they're they're going. Oh. Oh, I thought they had to go, oh man, somebody's got to own them. That's crazy. Do they? Um, we're gonna do. We're gonna celebrate Electra's one hundredth issue. Um, the, she didn't have an. She didn't have an issue last month, right? So she, there was no ninety nine. This is just a one shot, right? Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just a one shot to celebrate her one hundredth, and we're gonna bring Anderson to in, which I like her. This could be good. Reading a quick blurb, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Defenders, and Punisher will all leave Netflix this March. No word on where the shows will land in the future. So, like I was saying, they're off, but we do not know the future. Oh, okay, so when's the drop dead date to have them all watched? Uh, I, it said March. I didn't see it actual. Oh, it's leaving exactly. in March, so it could be March 1st. They're gone. Okay. That's crazy. I You know, I never finished... Uh... Punisher or Iron Fist or uh, Defenders. I found another article that said they are leaving February 28th, so March 1st seems like the, yep. the drop dead date. So just FYI. I'm sorry, we were talking about X Men Red number one, weren't we? We were talking about Elector, but you didn't care. No, I'm sorry. You didn't care at all. We, okay, so so a typical comic is how many pages, Drew? 32? Yeah. 
So we, we squeezed in an extra couple pages so we could charge that $5 mark on Electro 100. Well, it's a 100th issue. I mean, it's a one shot. It's a hundredth issue. I'm not. Is it? I'm not. Is it the hundredth issue? In theory, I can't fact check these people. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen. Everything that has happened in her long and storied life has been leading to this: the hundredth issue bearing her name and the starting point of what it is to come. <laughs> now, do you think they counted, like the Daredevils, where she was Daredevil? As Electras? No. No. Those didn't count? No. I don't think there's been 99 I don't other Electras then. <laughs> I, I mean, I really don't. I don't think she's had that many. If they're not counting... No. Yeah. I think it, you're, it's fuzzy math. Yeah. X-Men Red is back. That was one of our favorites back in the day. That was when Bendis was doing it. Remember that? I was going to say what it was a really good creating team. It's Al Ewing, which isn't bad, but yeah. Yeah. It is coming out by uh, bi-monthly. Yeah. Legion of X, Cy Spurrier. I don't know. I just don't think I could get back into this X-Men now. I've been gone too long. And the Hickman stuff is pervasive, and I don't understand the Hickman stuff, so... I think I'd just be lost. Giant size X Men. Knights of X. Yeah. X Men 92 is still a thing. But but you know what? I'm excited yeah. about this Hulk Grand Design Madness number one. There you go. That looks pretty good. Here's the big dog, though. Whoa, look at that. Moon Knight, Black, White, and Blood, number one. Ah, cool. Hickman's doing this with Guggenheim. Somebody else. <laughs> Ayadeli. Mariwa Ayadeli. Yeah. Bacalo, Fornes, covered by Sinkevich. Holy moly. What'd they say? Hey, Drew, what would you, would you like some more Moon Knight? Yes. Yes, I would. Mm-hmm. We're getting and a variant cover by Stan Sakai. That's beautiful too. Oh, please be independently orderable. Please. Total of at least four covers. That is great. Five bucks a piece. A bevy of comicdom's finest creators put their mark upon the fist of Khonshu in stories depicted in stark black, white, and blood red, which I think is a stupid thing to do. But I like it for this one. <laughs> Jonathan Hickman and Chris Bacalow introduce the all different Moon Knight of the future. Mark Guggenheim and Jorge Fornes tell a Moon Knight adventure in reverse. That's dumb too. Uh, this team, uh, the white clad crusader up with the amazing Spider-Man for a harrowing night adventure. That, they always work good, good together. I always like Moon Knight and Spider-Man working together. Okay, so some dumb stuff in there, but you know, I'm still, I'm still there. Cool, cool. There you go. So we got two Moon Knights going on. That's crazy. Not too shabby. Yeah. That, yeah. That's got to mean sales are good, right? Or there's a movie coming out, and we're trying to capitalize. Wow, with one I can see, but with two, I mean, I mean, I think sales mm. have to be strong. 
Interesting. There's a Captain Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel annual. See that? Torun Gronbeck writing. There's your Gwenverse, Spider-Gwen Gwenverse, and your What If Miles Morales, this time as Wolverine. Miles is the best there is at what he does. That's great. Cover's not as good as that cap <laughs> that cap cover was last month, though. Yeah, yeah. We got some Venom, got some Carnage, got some Punisher, all in their issue twos. Along with Strange. So is this the new... Okay, so it, in the variant cover, it's the new emblem. In the cover A, it's the old emblem. Yeah. I'm guessing they commissioned these before they decided that the logo wasn't going to change. Because they, they the flip-flopped, right? the death of the old emblem. Have they, have they flip-flopped flip back? I thought they flip-flopped back that they're not going to change the emblem. Again, when you buy issue two, there are covers with the yeah. old, new emblem, and there are yeah. covers that have an old emblem. Yeah, that's true. Who knows? That strange number two cover A is really good. Bjorn Barron's cover. Oh, is that who is that? Awesome. He's great. Yeah, you just see the reflection, and that's coming from that. That's pretty cool. I can't help but love that. Uh, whose face is that? Uh, that is the female Doctor Strange, right? That's Clea. The reflection is in. Yeah, it looks like Doom to me, Doctor Doom. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Very nice. But I don't. I'm not reading it, so it could be random shiny mask guy. Random shiny mask guy. When I see a, a when I see a metal mask under a hood, I immediately think Doom. Yeah, so his face faces the mysterious Harvest Man. I don't know. That's not yeah, it. could be Harvest Man. Does Harvest Man look like that? Like shiny Doom guy? Sure does. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares about Captain Carter. Let's stop pretending they do. Doctor Strange Nexus of Nightmares number one. I don't think anybody like cares about that one either. But it's Ralph Macchio. Written by Ralph Macchio, but not that Ralph not Macchio. That We've got Spider-Punk, number one, by Cody Ziegler. I don't... Yeah, we do. Okay, so the newest trend has been when a tertiary character kind of pops off is not necessarily their first appearance, but their first solo series. So if we have any thoughts that Spider-Punk will do anything, we have to own this, correct? Um. Was Spider Punk in, uh, no, into the Spider Verse? No, the movie. No. no. So he was just in one of the. And we don't know anybody that's going. We don't know any of the new characters that are going to be in the next one, except for twenty ninety nine. Yeah. So when do we? When did we see him last? Punk. Yeah. I mean, he was in all that Spider Verse comics and everything. Yeah. When we've we've yeah. done two or three different iterations of that, I don't remember him being a standout in that series. No, but he's 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 cool looking. Yeah, yeah, he is. I like and uh, yeah, and we've named him Hobie Brown is the anarchist spider punk, set to protect Earth 
138, and his axe in hand and his chaotic band of punk rockin' heroes backing him. And it looks like he he is a person of color underneath that. Okay. So I'm sure they will lean into that as well. Okay. Hopefully they have a cool story for that. I cannot remember if I think I can't remember if Spider Punk was based out of America or got to yeah, got to be somewhere else. But here's my open letter to Marvel. I implore you, keep him in Earth 138. And have him have his adventures over there. Do not fight fight the urge to pull him into the six one six. Fight it. Because it's crowded over here in the six one six. And we don't need any more spider characters. So have have all his adventures over there. Great. Occasionally if you want somebody to time travel over there through a multi dimensional portal or whatever. And go visit him. That's cool, <laughs> but do not merge him into the six one six like you do yeah. everybody else. Thank you. That thus thus endeth my open letter to Marvel. <laughs> I really like that cover that Mike Del Mundo. I think it's it fantastic. is that cover of him just chilling on the wall. Yeah, there, that's great. Given the horns, that's pretty dope. Yeah, if that's if that's independently orderable, I'm on it. Yeah, I'm on that as well. Ugh, Ben Riley, let's finish that up. <laughs> the first silk covers I haven't really liked the cover A, but I love the Gene uh, Hyuk Lee one. Yeah, I wonder why. Gosh, I wonder why. Old woman on one and sexy hot woman on other. Which one does Kyle like? Hmm. Don't pretend you know anything about me. <laughs> I know what pushes your buttons, brother. But I mean, well, and Hyuk Lee has had these amazing covers, yeah. and he, he yes. doesn't seem to get the opportunity on this one necessarily. I would like to see a little better look at this uh, Bagley cover for Savage Spider-Man 3, this inset. Looks pretty wicked. You mean the tiny postage stamp doesn't do it justice? No. Yeah, I know you've mentioned that before. Ah, uh, Joe Kelly, though. We like Joe Kelly's right Yeah. And then Miles... Uh, 37. Don't like the new What's outfit. He, so he's changing the costumes again? Or is it is sure. just him sh- taking off the outer hoodie? This is the outfit that he, he's been in for the last few months. Yeah, with, with the hoodie on. Yeah. I guess it's t- you can take it off. Why not? Venom, Marauders. Yeah. Yeah. Immortal X Men Two, Wolverine Patch, which we are. Yeah. Eh, well, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be reading this one. Um, at least I'm gonna be getting the first one, and I'm hoping it's good. Yeah, Patch actually was interesting to me. I, I mean, yeah, I gotta remember that too. X Force, New Mutants, Sabretooth, Excellent. I can't get myself to read Excellent number one yet. Gotta be. <laughs> I thought you were calling Sabretooth excellent, and I was getting ready to. No, 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 excellent. Uh, the all red art. I gotta be in the right mood for all red art. Mm-hmm. And by that you mean uh, in the mood to not care about it. I, I don't hate it. I don't hate his art. It's just like it's different, you know. 
There is, you know, our, our good friend Eric's a big all right guy. So and I, part of it is I lean into that. Just I did like his some of that Silver Surfer that he did. That was good. There you go. FF. I think he did FF for a while. I kind of like that. Avengers fifty five. Avengers forever. Iron Fist. Another Silver Surfer, another Ghost Rider, the Eternals. Ghost Rider looks interesting. The more I see these covers, the more I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool. Okay. Ben Piercy, he's pretty good. Uh huh. This is the worst of the She Hulk covers. Yeah, the first three I've had some really. Yeah, that's awesome really covers. not great. First issue was okay. I liked it. I'll, I'll read. I'll, I'll read issue two. Uh-huh. Uh, and we're back into Moon Knight on page sixty-one. How do you feel about a Spider-Man variant for Moon Knight? I think so you'll buy a Moon Knight that's Yeah, I think this is a second month in a row they've done that, right? Or third. Yeah. They keep, yeah, they they keep doing that. Yeah. Um so let's see. Moon Knight is in uh the clutches of something and reaching up through a gun muzzle. The an assassin infiltrates the midnight men mission. While another hidden enemy strikes at Moon Knight where he is most vulnerable. Attacked on two fronts, the Fist of Conchu is put on the back foot. But where... But that's where he's most dangerous. Yeah. So we got a cover A by Corey Smith. A very cover by Jun Gaijan Yoon. <laughs> and a Spider-Man variant. No, I can't even be close to right. <laughs> J-U-N-G-G. E-U-N. That's got to be like Yoon Yoon. Right? Young Yoon. Something like that. Anyway. Sure. Yeah, I've blown my share already, so I I can't really say anything when it comes to pronunciations. To be honest, I I stopped trying a long time ago, (laughs) so I apologize. Oh, yeah, we we just hammer right through them, you know. I'm kind of leaning into how hillbilly I say things. Um, the thing I've heard other people not liking this this thing miniseries, but I do. I I think it's pretty mm-hmm. good, so I'm enjoying it. And uh, it's been a fun little series, and it's finishing up. There you go, Scotty Young writing Strange Academy still. Eighteen issues. At twenty five, do you think we'll have a nine dollar book and a celebration? Yeah, I mean, people are digging this thing. It, I don't know why it didn't work for me. Did you you just read the first one too, right? You didn't read anything beyond that, did you? I read the first two or three, and I liked it. And then I have no clue why I stopped reading. Oh, okay. So you liked it, and I didn't give it a chance. Mm-hmm. So I've heard good things. That's cool little Alien Eleven cover with the Xenomorph full of arrows. Yeah, it's kind of rad. Yeah, it makes me want to check back in. Um, I got a little bored with that after that first arc, and I didn't go back in again. And uh, makes me want to check back in and see what's happening. 
<laughs> we get Hondo on the cover of Halcyon Legacy 4. That's awesome. Is yeah. that the guy is that the guy on the bottom? Yep. Well, who's he from? Cartoon. Cartoon. Jesus. He's a very slimy pirate, essentially. Okay. So he he and Lando would get along famously. <laughs> yes. Hondo. I've really missed out. I've really missed out by not being up to date on the animated series. I I think yeah, I'm, I, done, I'm done beating this drum, brother. Well, I mean, even even the it was, I think it was Mike Myers who was talking about. It. He's like, like, dude, you get a lot more out of Mandalorian. And, oh my gosh! And, yeah, uh, Boba Fett. When Bo-Katan lands, I just know how nuts I went and how you were just like, "Durr." Uh huh. Yep. And as I saw Cad Bane just walking through the desert, and I'm just like, from the very first dot, I saw the hat and knew exactly who it was, and you're just like, Durr. <laughs> and like, you don't get those moments. That sucks so yeah. bad. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I get the next level enjoyment that you guys do. Uh, I, no, I, I mean, it's just like, whenever I see the armorer, I see the horns on her helmet, and I go through all the lineage, and I know why those are there. It's so amazing. Who are we talking about? Who was that? The armorer, who is the main, the the lady that crafts all the armor for the Mandalorians. Who we talked oh, to? Oh yeah, she's see, the one. That, this is the way. Yeah. Like, okay, I didn't like her at all. Like, it's just, but just like you know, that you see that she, she's she's goes through all. Okay, we're gonna get into some spoilers for for. Uh, Book of Boba Fett. So, like, she sends Mando away as not, you know, not a traditional Mandalorian because taking his helmet off and everything. Right. But you look at her and she's got these he- these horns on her head because they're Death Watch Mandalorians. And we know those horns are a symbol of Maul when Maul took over the Death Watch. So she has just such old latent symbology of when Maul took over that organization and they're still clinging to it. So much so that she has the inclusion included horns on her helmet. So Darth Maul was in charge of the Mandalorians at one point? Oh, yeah. Darth Maul was. Darth Maul is is who the majority of the Dark Watch sect is based off of. So all of this weird religion that they cling to was just something evil that Darth Maul had to try to get revenge on Palpatine, who traded him in for a newer model. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there's seven seasons of that kind of interest that you're missing. <laughs> Take us through Star Wars Corner here, bud. Okay. You know what else you got? <laughs> there you go. That's right. <laughs> well, we're we're here on just regular twenty three, which I haven't. I, I I've dipped in and out, and I don't know. Han Solo and Chewbacca number two. We're gonna find out. Um, oh, we got a, an Adam Hughes cover of a Star Wars book. That's kind of interesting. Um, I'm gonna tell you. Right now, you're going to need that. It's not great. Uh, but, like, this is Greedo. <laughs> it's true, but it's out of yeah. use, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but, you know, the whole thing from uh, A New Hope, you know, who shot first in the, the history of Greedo and everything. Now we get to know all kinds of backstory before that, that happened. Oh, okay. And this is all the stuff that took place with Jabba the Hutt that led to Jabba putting a bounty on Han. Oh, because he, and we don't you know, know that yet. You know, dumped his cargo. We don't huh? know that yet. In the other Han Solo series, we didn't find out why the bounty came. Yeah, we heard it was you know I dropped my cargo, I ran away, I didn't finish my mission, oh, okay. kind of thing. So, but we don't, you know, I'm sure there's more to it. Gotcha. 
Dr. A for 20. Oh, there were some really cool Dr. A for covers that just came out, too. That, oh, speaking of which, you were wrong. No, de- no Doc A for in uh, Boba. No Doc A for in Boba. No connection to the Crimson Dawn, which I thought we were going to get. Yep. It was kind of meh. No, Cad Bane blew me out. That was amazing. I love that. But I thought we were going to get more than the Pikes. The Pikes are so stupid and boring. I thought there was going to be somebody else behind everything. Uh, I don't know. But we didn't. Yeah, I've, you know, I've heard I've heard others on the Slack channel chattering in that way as well. I really thought it was a pretty good season, man. I loved Man, when Grogu came out there pimp-walking, man, that was sweet. Driving it. <laughs> it was great. However, it doesn't even come close to Mando Season 1. doesn't come close to Mando Season 2. Well, no. But Mando Season 2 didn't... Well, I guess. Yeah. It was as good as Season 1. I take... I retract that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, it, it, it solidified itself as a third spot. Yeah. And uh, Boba Fett was a was a uh, a supporting role in his own show, but... 12. I'll tell you what. If that is Shoka's show, Ahsoka... Ahsoka what's her name? Ahsoka Tano? The one with the... Weird, weird head. Rosario, Rosario Dawson, yeah, yeah, Ahsoka. Yeah. When she, her, if her show is all CGI, uh, Luke, Luke Skywalker, I, I'm not gonna watch it. That, that was, was really you didn't like oh, that. Man, it was so boring. It, he's just like that. That episode was like a snoozer. I did not want <laughs> to see him talking and generated. It, it just it felt so fake. See, I got so much out of that because I noticed that the temple being built is the one that we see catch fire and um, the the new the new trilogy. Yeah. So just that connection to it was enough for me to be like, I'm in. Plus, I thought I thought they did a great job. Well, I hated, but I, why did he, why did he do the you know choose this or that? You know, you can you yes, that's stupid. Yeah, and but. The irony of that, knowing what Ben Solo becomes without the absolutes of that connection, makes that an even crazier thing. Yeah. Like, had that choice been made there and Grogu continues on, yeah. what could that have meant for, for... the next upcoming batch? Oh. And all that, yeah. So then, yeah, there would have been no younglings. Gotcha. There would have been, but there may have been, you know, a bigger presence there. He may not have put so much pressure on the the Ben Solos in that class of the world had he had uh, Grogu for a longer period of time and all that fun stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. It is crazy. Yeah, it looks, but it really springboards into a, it's going to be a fun season three. Yeah, it you is. Know, I like it. Grogu and Mando are hand in hand. Um, Book of Boba Fett, like watching it, I'm like, man, my kid's really going to enjoy this season. Like, it, it felt a little bit more for kids. Okay. Book of Boba Fett. All right. And let's see. Darth Vader 22, which is leading into Crimson, more, some Crimson Dawn stuff, which, of course, we're getting Crimson Rain here. Issue four and five. The Knights of Ren. We're getting some here in uh, Crimson Rain. And of course, we've got a lot of questions about the Knights of Ren, so I am definitely interested in this series, finding out what's going on there. I'm going to read them all when they come out. So you say. 
So I say. And now it's time for Tiny Comics. <laughs> Those are Stormbreakers, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing until we get down through all these trades. None of these trades are hopping off of me. Um, just collecting everything because that's what they do. They collect it all. Mm. Donny Cates collecting Venom 6 by Donny Cates, Thor 3 by Donny Cates, Kagan Black Trade. You might be interested in this Avengers Volume 6. Yeah, I um, saw that. Trade paperback, because that's the Age of Con. Yeah, I saw that. Um, So that's... Again, since they gave us just a tiny little thing, I can't even... I'm unaware of what all issues are included in that. (laughs) So, you you were... First of all, you were complaining that it was a 120-page previews, and then you were complaining that the... It's too small of cover issues, cover images. Um, you can't have it both ways. Do you want it to be a 500-page document so every no. panel is exploded for you to, to view? Yes. That's what you want? Yes. No. Did we know that Doctor Strange was in May, <laughs> the movie? Did we yeah. know it was May 6th? We knew all that. Okay. Yes. There's calendars for these things. Well, yeah, there's. I thought it was like 2022. We'll let you know. All right, brother. That's been our previews. Uh, all kinds of cool things. Yeah, but that's so, about it. Do you want to go over and look at some FOC stuff, or no? We go from this to our uh, our cover price our first. Cover yeah, price, yep, right? Cover price first. All right. So we've looked at some of the future. Let's see what is hot on the market right now. Starting at rank number 10, Black Panther number 3, the Tarin Clark 1 in 25 variant. Um, this is the first appearance of Tosin Aduye. With this variant still trending with 24 copies sold. Uh, let's see. High sale of 600 for a raw on a 1 in 20. That's crazy. The market is stabilizing a bit with a fair market value state, uh, settling at 403. This book's future requires some heavy follow-through from Marvel, and expectations are very high, which would be tough to live on. For now, prices seem relatively... That's nuts. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. At rank 9, we have Amazing Spider-Man 210, the newsstand variant from 1980. Recently announced that Sony Pictures is moving forward with their Madam Web solo film starring Dakota Johnson. There's speculation that Madam Web will be the younger Julia Carpenter version. However, upon the news, this first appearance of Madam Web spiked in sales. 30 copies, CGC 9.6 for $950. Do I have this? I don't know. I'll have to look. Yeah. <laughs> At rank 8, we have Amazing Spider-Man 637. Uh, the Olivier Coipel from 2010. As mentioned, the high speculation on Sony's Madam Web will focus on Julia Carpenter's version. Julia was the second Spider-Woman who later became the character Arc, uh, Arachne during this Grim Hunt storyline. And this specific issues, the new Craven the Hunter uh, mortally wounds Madam Web. Before her death, Madam Web transfers her 
prophetic powers to Julia, making her the new Madam Web. Um, but this one had a CGC 9.8 going for $220. Raw is between $62 and $87. Daredevil, Woman Without Fear, number two, the Jorge Fornes, one and 25. Gorgeous 80s style Daredevil homage cover. 34 copies on the secondary market, fair market value. Uh, 90 and $76 because I have no clue what they consider fair market value and that, what that actually means. At rank 6, Black Panther 3, the Gary Frank variant. All of Tosin's first appearance issues have been briskly moving all week. This Gary Frank variant surged. 44 copies, $60 for a raw. Crazy. Um, okay. Rank 5, Star Wars Darth Maul number 3. So Darth Maul number 2, I believe, is Cad Bane's first appearance. And then Darth Maul number 3 is the first cover appearance of Cat Bane. Okay. <clears throat> so. So, uh, the first cover appearance, a CGC 9.9 went for $721. Um, 62 copies movie. Darth Maul 2, um, which is the first appearance inside, $850 for a CGC 9.8. Um, and there's also some debate from there's a graphic novel Tears from, Tales from the Clone Wars is technically Cad Bane's first appearance, but it's a graphic novel, so do we really care? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. But it was on a previews, a I, copy of a previews. Yeah. It was in there. It was in an ad. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. At rank three, we have the new Teen Titans number twenty-one from nineteen eighty-two. Deadline recently reported Titans. Sets season four villains Joseph Morgan as Brother Blood, Franca Paletti as Mother Mayhem, Lisa Amblavar as Jinx. Brother Blood and Mother Mayhem both first appear in New T Teen Titans 21. It took about a week for the fire to kick in for these, but once it did, it took off like a rocket with 71 copies, $190 for a CGC 9.8. Note. Jinx's first appearance via cameo is in Tales of the Teen Titans 56 and full appearance in 57. At rank 2, we have Amazing Spider-Man 88. In today's comic collecting world, any Marvel first appearance is instantly hot. This particular issue featured the first appearance of Queen Goblin. While she's nowhere close to hitting Tosin's number, sales are brisk. With a solid 157 copies sold on the secondary market, $16 for a raw. And at rank one, of course, the standard Black Panther number three. <coughs> Tosin holds on tight with the number one spot for the second week in a row. His first appearance moved 188 copies online. Fair market value of $57. Let's see what this continues to do. Well, I'm going to be a hard pass on the Queen Goblin because I went down the Red Goblin rabbit hole and gobbled up a bunch of those that did not pan out. So uh, no Queen got Goblin. No. no more Goblins for me. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> at rank 11 we got Rift War number 1 from 2009 Marvel uh, the Rift War cycle is a TV series adaptation of fantasy books in the works uh, moved 19 copies of this comic adaptation from 2009 and uh, so it was up to 30 bucks for a raw uh, from being a dollar book uh, Thor number 21 not bad for a dollar book yeah not bad 
the God of Hammer's first full appearance in Origin sold 113 more copies this week and had a high sale of 28 bucks for a raw. Uh, rank 13, we have Hulk number three, Ryan Otley. Uh, the first appearance of Black Hulk moved 86 copies this week with a seven day trend of 93%. Had a high sale of 26 bucks for a raw. Uh, number 14, we have Moon Knight number one from 1980. Uh, continues to spike. We had a high sale of 985 for a CGC 98. Moved 57 more copies. Uh, rank 15, we have Tales of the Teen Titans, number 57 from 1985. Uh, 21 copies sold at a high sale of 108 bucks for a CGC 98. At rank 16, we have Amazing Spider Man 88. The Mark Bagley one in 25. Uh, Queen Goblin isn't on the cover. But uh, this moved 57 copies and had a high sale of $55 for a raw. At rank 17, we have Strange Academy 15, which is Gamp Gas Lamp's first cover appearance. Uh, 49 copies moved and a $23.65 for a raw as the high sale. At rank 18, we have DC Festival of Heroes, the Asian Superhero Celebration Number 1, the Art Germ variant from last year. Uh, DC's recent Monkey Prince release sparked his first appearance in this Festival of Heroes issue. Uh, while he appears on the cover of the 1 in 25 variant, this Art Germ Batgirl variant was more accessible, helping to move 35 copies and had a high sale of 80 bucks for a CGC 9.8. I think I have that. Art German background variant because I liked it so much. Oh, really? Yeah, it's an awesome cover. Uh, rank 19, Star Wars, Darth Vader number one from 2015. The official first appearance of Black Santon is hanging on. Uh, sold 42 more copies at a high sale of 350 bucks for a CGC 9.8. And since we know uh, how Boba ended, uh, this is the better investment. Yep. At rank 20... Uh, we have Ultimate Fallout number four. Miles' first appearance continues to sell. 31 copies, and this one sold for $4,000 for a CGC 9.8. Fantastic. All right, Drew, let's look into our FOC products. The FOC is our final order cutoff. It's our last bite of the apple on a few things coming out here in the near future uh, that we want to make sure we're not missing if we get some extra art or all kinds of little cool stuff. Um, our items for our DC are due on, is it Saturday now? Or no, it's on Sunday. And then the rest of our items on Monday to most FOC retailers. Let's start with our DC items, Drew. Or our... Things through Lunar. Yeah. Um, and the email j just came through, so if you do want to pull the order form down, you can. Um, gotcha. Uh, Batgirls. Interesting. Lots of fun covers there. <laughs> Batman, Superman, World's Finest Number 1, cover C, Art Germ. Yeah. I have so many of his... Uh, Supergirl covers the original ones he kind of hit the uh, the market with, um, so this one hits me right in the feels, and I love that cover. Yeah, and you can it's it's not ratioed or anything. You can get it. There you go. 
Batman Superman World's Finest Number 1 cover F the 1 in 25 Chip Zdarsky Slap Battle Card Stock Variant. So they took the meme um, of the original Batman slapping Robin, subbed in Superman, put it on a copy, uh, on a, a cover, and charged a premium for it. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's right. And there's also a cover G with Superman smacking Batman. So choose your one wisely. Yeah, those are great. I think they're going to be. Um, I think they're going to be sought after, uh, but I'm not going to pay premium price for them. Yeah. What I don't think is going to sell is the Seinfeld. One, the one one hundred no. Dan Mora Virgin Jerry yeah. Seinfeld in the Batmobile. Yeah, I don't know who comedians in cars getting caught. besides Seinfeld. I don't know who wants that. <laughs> I believe he's the only one that could afford yes. it. Yes. Some really cool uh, Catwoman covers. Detective Comics 1056 is a really good Irving Rodriguez cover. Anything else in DC catch your catch your eye, Drew? Joker covers. I am Batman covers. Justice League covers. Naomi season two, and we finally get into Nightwing. Nightwing number ninety. I was Bruno, I was carrying Bruno on a conversation with you with my mute button on. By the way, like ah, yeah. I apologize. No, no, it's there not your fault. It was there. it was all my fault. I was just babbling away, and I was like, oh, my mute's on. <laughs> Nightwing, uh, not bad, but nothing too crazy. But it's it's interesting. We get four different covers for Nightwing ninety, um, and none of them are that good. <laughs> They're all kind of crap. Really? <laughs> so that sucks. Bruno Redondo cover A is not bad. The Jamal Campbell's not great. The Federici Batman Ricard, yeah, and then the one in twenty five is super dumb. You just don't like you don't like don't like bright colors. Yeah, live in the shadows. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I think I think that the cover A is the one to go with. But yeah, I, I wonder why there's four. Is it because it's ninety? <laughs> Have we been doing four <laughs> covers before? Mids? No, we we barely do one at times. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was interesting. Uh, I like the cover A on Robin's five with the reflective, the reflections, the different versions. Yeah, it's pretty great. Who becomes what? That's pretty rad. I am interested in this Rogues book, this Captain Cold series. Um, I really like the cover A. Over the old, I think that's going to be a good four issues. Over the old, yeah, over the old version, or the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Going to have to read Superman, Son of Kal-El 9, because Nightwing's in it. Is Rogue's a black black 
uh, label? Yeah. Yeah. In a four issue, normally they do three, so that bodes well that they were like, nope, we got too much story, we're going to do a fourth. And it's $7 book. Damn. Yeah. For some odd reason, Black Label gets more of a pass. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a nicer package. And it's more pages. Nice square bound. Yeah. Yeah. They've kind of set me up to what Black Label is ahead of time. Yeah. So it, yeah. I, you know, I think I don't can't even think of a Black Label that wasn't good with the big oversized yeah. uh, premium package. It's not the stuff that they artificially made Black Label up afterwards. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you want to head over to Image Books and see what they got? Yeah, I hadn't finished yet, but yeah, you're right. Nothing left. Okay, I'm on my way. I'll, I'll get there. <laughs> At number three, as uh, they continue to try to retread that book and make a couple dollars, um, no chance on me. Lady Mechanica, uh, three of four on these ones here. Little Monsters. This, uh, remind me what that is again. Little Monsters is Jeff Lemire and Dustin Wen. So this is your, uh, your creative team from Descender and Ascender. They are the last children on Earth who also happen to be vampires. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Radiant Red, you did not like Radiant Black, so I'm doubting you will be doing anything with Radiant Red. Will not. We we have a New Masters number two. Yes. Okay, yeah. I enjoyed the first one. Um, it was kind of like a futuristic world where like uh alien ship had landed and like took, taken out some of the big major cities. So some of these other cities had to become new uh, ports, and and like mm-hmm. uh, they're they mine. They're looking for this obsidian, and so that's like the valuable commodity. And so people are trying to to mine obsidian or find it or um, scrap it and stuff. It's, it, it was kind of cool. I liked it. Want to keep gotcha. reading. So there's no way we can not buy Spawn 327 cover B. I mean, that that that's your low-hanging fruit, right? Correct. I I don't know if it's what, what it says about me, but I'm sick of these homages. You said that on the last, the black right. 300 version. Yeah, yeah. And you and were right was, about it. It was mine. But I hated it. I still hate it. Can I still hate it? If I hate something, why, why would I buy it? Just for money? Make money off of it? Yeah. yeah. They don't do that. Not everything is fun. No. Some things are just for profit. They all got to be a little bit of fun. <laughs> Down in the Dark Horse? Nothing. Speaking of no fun. <laughs> I nothing in Dark Horse. <laughs> IDW has the Kill Lock Artisan Wraith. Kill Lock Artisan Wraith number one of seven. Um, it unifies four criminals in a quest to escape their deaths. Huh. I don't know. It's a weird title. <laughs> Kill Lock seems like we just we we randomly grabbed two of our favorite cool yeah. words and put them together. Kill, yeah, Kill Lock 
number one, I think I'd like better than Kill Lock Artisan Wraith, number one. Kill Lock, number one, yes. just le- leave that alone. Yeah. Yeah, you went too far. Unless it's like a sequel or something. We'll get your numbered Spider-Man before they renumber. Oh man, we're not even going to get to one. we're not even going to get to a hundred. They're not even going to let us get to a hundred. No, no. And why? Yeah, I guess. Well, when you're numbering, when you when you're celebrating the seven fifties and the eight hundreds and the eight fifties, I guess you don't want a hundred. <laughs> you gotta you gotta pick which ones you need eight dollars out of. But wait a minute though, when we got to twenty five, we did an oversize. When we got to fifty and seventy five. Yep, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I don't understand their no. marketing wizards. It baffles me. Oh, you excited about carnage? All that carnage. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why are you excited about I Carnage? I said, are you excited about Carnage? I'm not. Oh, no, okay. I'm not. Uh, okay. I thought you were saying, I'm excited about Carnage, which completely, I was like, okay, tell me tell me why. No, no, no. Is it because you just have a long history of Ram V products blowing you up? No, no, no. No, I do not. Oh, that's cool. The Mary Jane Black Cat went to a second printing. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Reckoning War, I haven't read that yet, so I don't know if it's any good. Or its subsequent spinoffs. I really like the cover for Dr. A for 19. The Sprouse Lucasfilm 50th anniversary cover. What is it? Mokatan. Oh, okay, cool. Halcyon Legacy number one went to a second print, so that's cool. I still love the Scotty Young covers. Those Wolverine patch. That's going to be fun. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm down into Dynamite. And it's all about Betty Page. Lord. I'm going to skip the Betty Page McFarlane homage because... It doesn't even look like a McFarlane. <laughs> How about Boom? Come on, Boom. Give me something. <laughs> well, I like the okay. I like the Evil Ernie number four cover. A. Where are we at? That's funny. Where are we at? We're still in Dynamite. We are at Evil Ernie number four, cover A. Cover A. Oh. Oh, okay. And there is a virgin version of it at cover F. But that, I just think that's creative. I like creative. Yeah. And that's um from, what is that, an homage of an ad? Yeah. Or like a magazine the, cover? 
Yeah, it's the the suntan lotion girl cover yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. We're running out of things to homage. <laughs> We're homaging the homages. From Boom, we got nothing. Yeah. Back half. Broken Souls Ballad number one from uh, Black Caravan in print. Interesting. The uh, the Cimarron, Cimmerian Hour of Dragon number one has a uh, variant cover that's an homage to Secret Wars. Kind of cool. Oh, okay. Kind of nice. Heavy Metal Drummer number two is not by Heavy Metal Comics. It's by Behemoth. I got a little confused <laughs> there for a second. I was thinking it was Heavy Metal Presents Drummer number two. But no, it's Heavy Metal Drummer. How about the Porn Basket hardcover, Kyle? I <laughs> wonder what that's about. Put it in your Porn oh, Basket. That's right. What do you put in your porn basket? Probably porn. <laughs> if I had if to I was guess. Gonna get a betting man. Uh, we live age of Palladians black. We live age of Palladians white. What is this? It's an aftershock book. Oh, it's We Live and then Age of Palladians. Palladians. <laughs> I'm going to let you keep going on this and one. <laughs> we have a white and a black version, and I don't know why. They each have masks. Interesting. Aftershock, though, I mean, can't poo poo it too much, right? This is yeah. true. All right. Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week for our previews and our FOC items. I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit with Spawn 327. <laughs> That's Spawn 327, and that is what? Um, what? What is the cover? I believe B. Cover B. I will double check. And then I am going to take yep. Patch. Wolverine's patch, and I am twisted on the cover. Uh, oh. Do I go Dan Jurgens? I really like the Dan Jurgens cover. It's B though. Kyle says cover A, but I'm gonna go with B. I'm gonna go patch B. All right, Drew, let's head over to some more stuff that's currently selling on the secondary market. Let's go over to our good friends at comicbookinvest.com, CBSI, and let's look at their hot 10 list. Their number one item, Charles Soule's Darth Vader number six from 2017, a CGC 9.8, skyrocketed to $600 and over $100 for Raw after reports of possibly having the Grand Inquisitor involved in the Obi-Wan Jesus, Kyle. Uh, yet another character that you know nothing wow. about. Wow. Because you don't like 
things that are animals. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Well, and I, 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 I poo-pooed this okay. book, too. I was like, ah, oh, this Charles yeah. old Star Wars sucks. I'm not reading it anymore. Damn it. I was on Vader early, but... Um... That was a good series. Yeah. Land of the Living Gods, number one. The Ambassador variant. This is an Aftershock book. The cover A is still over $10. The one in 15 is hitting 35 And this one is $100. Doggone dollars. Anyone reading the story yet? What say no. you? No. I have not read it. Nope. At rank three, we have Amazing Spider-Man 637. Continuing its upward climb to over 75 Close to $100 raw. People are definitely on board with Julia Carpenter as Madame Webb for Dakota Johnson. Crossing our fingers for you all that this pans out. Fantastic. Amazing, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man number 15. A 4.0 is two grand. A 5.5 is three grand. Russell Crowe joining the Craven movie isn't really huge news, or is it? Are we even that excited about that? Well... I mean, we saw what they did with Venom. Cranked out two movies for that. Those were pretty good. Yeah, so, hell yeah. yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 565. This was about a $15 book a week ago. Now, <coughs> it's Craven casting news. It has doubled or more. Almost 40 bucks. You keep telling us, this, telling us about this book. We've been talking about it for a year. Now, it's finally starting to go up. At rank six, we have Hawk World number 27. Now, do I think the $90 sales of this book are legit? No. Are all of the $25 and more sales legit? Those probably are. But this is a DC book from the junk era. Pretty sure every comic store probably has a dozen of these sitting in a warehouse somewhere. Don't overpay for White Dragon's first villain spec is meh at best. Okay. At rank seven, Avengers number fifty-three. Tell him to send me all his uh, first appearance of the Joker. Then, yeah. (laughs) Avengers fifty-three, the Joshua Swabby variant, twenty-five dollars. Red Panther. Okay, remember when Superman went blue? Exactly like that. Keep history in mind when considering buying some of these flavors of the week, like Queen Goblin. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. At rank eight, Red Sonia Valentine's Day special twenty twenty two, number one. Uh the Sozo one in twenty virgin variant. Uh sixty to seventy dollars. We mentioned this one last week. It is a hot art artist, so we're gonna have to look into this Sozo People will be able to find something of hers. I really hope that she paces herself and is not doing exclusives every single week. Like some people that keep burning themselves out. Huh. Uh, Black Panther number three. Cover A has been consistently increasing and is now up to 55 to 60. Who knows what the future holds for this character, but man, has there been a lot of money funneling through so far. Kanan keeps paying off for me. Kanan number 12 at rank 10. I really hate this first cameo, first full argument. More than you may ever know. I think it is detrimental to the hobby as a whole because it creates arguments that just shouldn't be there and disperses purchasing power. In any case, the first cameo of Grand Inquisitor is here. 50 to 60 for a raw. 
Honorable mention, Star Wars, War of the Bounty Hunter, number four, the John Tyler, Christopher Variants. Um, what a weird set of books. First and second prints look the same. Holiday variant that's released in February. The cover art looks great, which is why first prints are selling for over 125 and second get prints for 60 and the other honorable mention, Top Notch Comics, number 21, a 3.0, sold for 1700 this week. That's $250 more than a graded copy sold for last month at the same price that a 5.5 sold for back in November. What a weird cover. The one girl looks like she is three feet tall compared to the other one, and the green monster reminds me of the yikes emoji. That is weird. It's, a, it's an old, old comic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's an old Black Hood. All right, it's sneak peek time. All right. Yeah, let's head on over to Previews World and Lunar for our sneak peek. Um, let's start with our Lunar items. Sneak peek at next week is, of course, where Drew and I tend to pick out what's coming out in your local comic book shops and what you have to make sure you run to your FOCs and get. I don't know. I mean, I love I love all these covers. But they never do anything for me, spec-wise. The detectives. What about Spout? This Call of Icarus from Scout Comics. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I like the Black History Month cardstock variant of Green Lantern 11. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, Jen See, these Nightwing covers I yeah. like. Both A and B are good Nightwing covers. And the Robin's B cover, the Jen Bartel's really nice. I, I still like the Suicide Squad, Tim Seeley, Sears Portrait Studio, King Shark. That's great. It is great. Do you think you'd do anything? <sighs> yes. Yeah. I'm back over to Image already. Yeah, me too. Quick one. A Man Among Ye Eight. Deep Beyond is uh, ending its 12th issue. Finally. Needed to end, it needed to end two issues ago. <laughs> I tried to celebrate its 12, but I guess yeah. I wasn't. We weren't able to do that. Yeah. Walking Dead 33, a classic. Um, Cover B's aren't what we normally saw with 33, but man, that cover C, that Delmundo with the eye is so good. Kyle, you miss G.I. Joe cartoons, right? Yeah, I wouldn't okay. those. I don't know what G.I. Joe Raw Saturday Morning Adventure is. That's supposed to mean something. It's like, like, oorah, did they say oorah or something? Raw is real American oh, hero. Oh, God, I'm an idiot. Thank you. You're welcome. A new cover artist for TMNT ongoing. Tunica? I don't like it. Pablo at Tunica. All. No. I hate it. He's completely drawn them wrong. He's almost got them <laughs> I don't like that look at all. Not one bit. <laughs> It'll be a marvel. Come on, baby. Give me something. Give me something that speaks to me. A lot of trade paperbacks and hardcovers. You like that Gwyn cover of Iron Fist? Eh. Guess not. Not bad. Oh, that, uh, that, is that 
what is that, Domino? What is that? I don't know. Jumping out at me. I'm down to the back half and almost. Yeah. Oh, there's, I'm still in boom. Sorry. I'm going to say I stopped at boom. House of Slaughter 3 going to a second print. Yeah, nice little. If you got an extra 250 bones laying uh -huh. around, Drew, I would like this Star Wars Return of the Jedi milestone bubble gotcha. statue. Consider it done. Nice little OG bubble. Yeah. I'll take I'll take all my profits from my my comic shop sales. <laughs> <laughs> Let's line an eagle number one from aftershock. Is that something? I can get behind Garth Ennis. Oh oh, aftershock Garth Ennis. Hold on hold on. <laughs> Prestige format mini series. It's a war book. Ooh. Imperial Japan still commands most of Asia, determined to retain their hold on Burma. The British send a special forces unit, the Chindits, deep behind Japanese enemy lines. Oh, man. I like this. It's eight bucks, <laughs> but. Oh. Oversized prestige, Garth Ennis. Lion and the Eagle. That looks gorgeous. You're saying it's worth I'm it? I'm saying if anything's worth it, it's going to be. <laughs> a little Garth Ennis war book. I get excited about something. There you go. Forsaken number one from Second Sight Comics. London in 1883. Angel of Death. Eh. One is cool. Yeah. There's Quad again. I thought we already had Quad. Huh. Okay. Yeah. It already came out. We decided that Quad, there's, there's, Quad is a series of books. Okay. These damn kids from Second Sight. That looks spooky. Yeah. That's Kyle's life story right there. Until My Knuckles Bleed from Behemoth. This is a Netflix movie already. Is this, a, this is another volume of Watch Dogs? Mm. That's the video game, right? Yes. Watch Dogs Legion. Is the second game. Interesting. Okay, I gotta. Okay, am I gonna go DC or am I gonna go overpriced war book, Kyle? For my pick, you're going overpriced war book. You think? I don't know. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go overpriced war book. I think you're right. I'm going the Lion and the Eagle. Yep. Aftershock. And I'm going with my Sears Portrait Studio King Shark. <laughs> so you're going DC. Suicide Squad, King Shark 6 of 6. Okay, so we went Image, Marvel, DC, Aftershock. We didn't go all big two this time. That's good. That's right. We like <laughs> to spread the love. Speaking of spread the love, thank you guys for tagging along with Drew and myself as we come back and we went through and dove through everything here uh head on over to patreon.com search comics for fun and profit be part of our community throw us a couple bucks join our slack and chit chat with us more than once a week 
um, get some insight into what Drew's going on, how how uh, how awful things are going, and see if things are taking a turn for the better anytime soon. Uh, we would absolutely love to hear from you guys. So for Drew and for myself, see ya. <laughs>